Welcome to Stay Engaged 2022. Everything you know and love about IAB Engage, but brought to you week by week. It's Engage, but offstage. Stay Engaged is hosted in partnership with Triple Lift, the essential marketplace that offers advertising solutions for every channel and every objective. The only major supply-side exchange designed to make advertising better for everyone, advertisers, publishers and consumers. To kick off this year's Stay Engaged, we're joined by Microsoft Advertising to uncover how the way we work and where we work has undergone a huge transformation over the last two years. Our digital lives have accelerated, merging with our personal lives. But how has this changed our habits as consumers and what does this mean for brands and advertisers? In the first episode of Stay Engaged 2022, IAB UK's CEO, John Mew, talks to Microsoft Advertising's Ravlene Beeston about emerging personas and how advertisers can reach these evolving consumers. Well, hello, Ravlene. Welcome. It's a delight to have you here. For the benefit of everyone at home, I wonder if you could just introduce yourself and explain a bit about what you do. Hello, John. Thank you for having me. It's an absolute pleasure to be here today. My name is Ravlene Beeston. I'm the Regional Vice President for Microsoft Advertising in the UK. And what do we do? My organisation is responsible for bringing marketing opportunities to connect with audiences through online digital Microsoft platforms. Fantastic. So I'd love to learn more about the piece of research you've done that explores the workday consumer. I guess from the top, you know, the the global pandemic has impacted what we do as consumers and what brands and advertisers do in lots of different ways. What are some of the biggest learnings that have come out from the research and some of the biggest things you've seen over the last couple of years? Yeah, I guess to start a little bit about why we were doing this research, you know, like you said, um, the pandemic and the last two years have really changed a lot about us as people, how we do things. And of course, in the very beginning, that started with where people are working. You know, all of a sudden, our homes became our offices. And that really changed the way that we thought about work and home. And then that kind of changed to how people were working, frankly. And this kind of merging of work and life has really changed the way that we spend our time overall. I think the biggest first learning that we had is that these new habits or consumer behaviours have actually stuck you know, they have persisted and, and they're not going away. And so we really need to understand them and help marketers along that journey. We know that more personal tasks are being carried out, for instance, and I'm sure even you and I know that from our own experience of being at home during work hours. But also we know that work is bleeding more and more into that time that perhaps traditionally we would have called our personal time. So that's why we wanted to do that, the research to start with. We partnered with Forrester Consulting to help us. And, you know, we surveyed over 5,000 people as part of the survey, but also around 1,300 advertising and marketing executives. And really, that was to help us get a view from both sides around Mm. what are some of the trends, what's really happening. And then on the other side, how confident do some of our marketers and advertisers today feel that they are aware and really adapting to this whole new landscape? You know, we believe that this blending of work and personal life has fueled a new kind of consumer. And of course, we've coined that as the workday consumer. So moving on then to, you know, I'm trying to think about probably the top three 
insights that really came out of the research. The research yep. is pretty expansive. So, you know, I'd encourage anyone to go and read the full paper if and when they have time. But number one is definitely a confirmation of the fact that there has been a change in that consumer mindset. You know, the way that consumers think about work and personal tasks has fundamentally shifted. 39% of the people that we surveyed said that they spent an hour or more on personal tasks. Nearly 10% are spending three hours or more on personal tasks during what we would consider to be work hours. Right, okay. And this means that, you know, people really are ditching that old mantra of nine to five yeah. and blending as they see fit for their lives. Also, around 60% of the people considered their work and their personal tasks to be of equal importance during work time. I think that's a real shift as well and, yeah. and really interesting because normally you would put off those personal tasks until you finish the work day. And so to see that now people are giving that equal importance is also fueling some of the changing habits. Because one thing it does mean is when they are in that productivity mindset, they are spending more time researching. And so we get onto the next really interesting trend, which is the workday consumer is seeking high consideration purchases in that workday time. So around 62% of people said they regularly research or purchase products and services during work time. And in fact, even put it before, you know, social media browsing. And these aren't just your grocery online shops that you do as, you know, when you have five or 10 minutes free in between your next call. But, you know, these are in categories such as the top three were travel. And that includes, you know, inspiration as well as the actual buying a holiday, financial planning. And home improvements, you know, tools, appliances, like big ticket items. Right. And so that's definitely another really interesting trend that we saw coming through. The third learning that came through actually the survey, we surveyed, like I said, 1300 marketers and advertising executives and their resounding feedback was that leaders aren't confident yet in their brand's abilities to create those kind of in-depth new personas to start to target based on this new customer or consumer decision journey. And they're also not sure that they really have that right mix of digital advertising for each of those personas yet too. So I think we're in a really interesting place at the moment when it comes to consumer buying habits and how well as marketers we think we are responding to that adapting landscape. So a lot of people are doing it, clearly, and they're buying high-value stuff or researching high-value stuff, for sure. The research talks about sort of the different personas that you have of the work they consumers. It'd be interesting to hear a bit more about that. Yeah, so we did a bit of work actually using some of our own first-party data and did some really big deep dives into consumer research around this whole area. And, you know, from our perspective, we've come up with four personas that aren't based on your traditional persona characteristics, which would have been demographics and usage, etc., but focuses more on behaviours and attitudes. And so let me share with you the four that we think are really prominent today in our new landscape. So number one is the luxury shopper. Number two, the empowered activist. Number three, the self-care enthusiast. And number four, the digital nomad. So what are some of the key attributes of these different personas. The luxury shopper, let's start there, wants to elevate the everyday, spend more time actually than all the other personas in terms of researching and browsing and looking for luxury goods. You know, luxury stores like most other retail outlets were closed for the most part of the pandemic. But 
people that fall within this persona expected that same seamless personalized shopping experience online as they would receive in store. So, you right. know, the expectation is really high of what that experience feels like online. These shoppers will conduct extensive research. They will use multiple queries and search engines to find brands that really meet their needs and their expectations. Then moving on to the empowered activist, this shopper really votes with their wallet. You know, they will purchase from brands that align with their values. They'll continue to emphasize shopping locally, supporting local businesses, as well as continuing to make eco-friendly, sustainable purchases. You know, this is really top of the agenda for anything that they would be looking to buy. They prioritize authenticity and businesses that really demonstrate their values with more than just their marketing messages. So, you know, it it has to go beyond that. And that has to be obvious to them. Then there's a self-care enthusiast. This shopper values time spent with people in their lives. So really, it's all about time management. How can you make things convenient, get things done really quickly? Again, a seamless digital experience across multiple devices. They want tips on, you know, fitness ideas, way to manage their new hybrid work-life reality. This persona is 20% more likely to purchase online if the checkout is quick and easy. So, you know, there's got to be a very quick path from making that decision to being able to purchase and then finally, the digital nomad. So the digital nomad arose from really the whole era that we've just been through, expansion of the gig economy, digital transformation, and increased amount of remote work going on. And as shoppers, they will use online research more than any other consumer group, something like 50% more likely to buy online if there's next day delivery. So, you know, convenience is playing a really big part in whatever the digital nomad does. So that's just kind of like an overview of four key personas that we're really seeing coming through with very specific attributes and characteristics. I think I'm probably a digital nomad. I mean, next day delivery is very important. You're definitely a luxury shopper, John. (laughs) I'm looking at your shirt. Yeah, well, I don't know about that. How about yourself? uh... Do you know what's interesting um, is I can see bits of me everywhere here. Mm. And so, you know, I do wonder, it kind of highlights the challenge that our marketers really have today, Mm. which is it's hard to put any consumer into just one box. You might find that they lean towards one more than the other. But certainly, and people that I've spoken to have kind of said something similar, which is, well, you know, it depends what it is. Like, you know, there are some times when I am definitely the self-care enthusiast, but then there's other times when I'm just the digital nomad. I need to just get things done and whatever is convenient is right. So how do advertisers reach them? What's the best way to to reach these consumers and speak to them? Yeah, I think there's a couple of things that we should definitely be thinking about. There are already tools and methodologies out there right. that we can start to apply. I think a lot of this will continue to evolve, truth be told. But like you said, you know, what can we do today when we think about the luxury shopper and we think about that kind of experience that they want to feel when they are online? You know, you can think about captivating this shopper through things like rich ad formats, you know, multimedia, video extensions, the latest trends, any celebrity endorsements of your product or your brand. That's the kind of thing that's going to get them really excited about the product, you know, because luxury shoppers will research extensively, as we said, before purchase. And so you could also consider features that put them closer to making that purchasing decision, you know, even when they click to really get them to the end of that research period, which, like we said, can be a bit lengthy for this persona. 
And, you know, there's a number of features that marketers can look to use to do some of these things, but it's got to be seamless, you know, and it's got to feel personalized. And I think that's another challenge in the new world is the personalization versus privacy piece. You know, for a shopper like this that wants everything to feel like it's very much for them and individualized, how do you get the right balance between that personalization and that privacy? And actually, the research does cover a bit of that if you, you know, go into the research and read some of the detail. Um, Again, really interesting. Speaking about the empowered activists, you know, easy, call out your products, ethical and green features directly in your creatives and your ad copy. Make sure that is obvious. You know, brand trust is really king to this shopper. Brands that will build from a foundation of trust will create more authentic engagements and will certainly gain greater customer loyalty from this persona. I'm going to do a little plug for our Marketing with Purpose hub as well for resources around that, success stories, marketing actions to really help build that trusted brand when you're in this kind of environment. The self-care enthusiasm, time management, you know, highlight the convenience, any saving benefits, same day delivery, in-store pickup, all that kind of thing is really going to help, you know, leveraging things like in-market audiences, audience campaigns, really making sure that you're getting to that person at the right time and at the right time of their, their purchasing journey as well. And then digital nomads, this is you, John, are travel dreamers. They love to browse, plan for their next adventure. So, you know, promote the convenient part of your customer service as well, which means that when they're ready, you make it easy and quick for them to buy. You know, it's minimizing that time spent where they don't want to spend the time. Facilitate that quick purchase. Ease of returns, really important to this audience as well. Loyalty Club is a great way to hook that audience in as well. True. I subscribe to all of those things. I'm in, definitely. Make it easy for me. Yeah, Make sure I can return it if I want to. That's me. <laughs> Amazing. Well, I'm glad we've been able to put you into one of the personas, yeah. John. It means the whole thing's worked. So how ready do you think brands are for the new kind of workday consumer? Yeah, again, like, you know, that's what was so interesting about this research is being able to hear directly from brands about, you know, how do they feel about these new digital mm. trends? And we said before, you know, I mentioned earlier that resoundingly and again by their own admission brands and advertisers don't feel that they've yet adapted to the changing behaviors and really capitalized on the opportunity you know in the research nearly 60 percent of brand decision makers indicated that their companies don't consider working mode or mindset when they're developing those target personas so you know i think there's a lot of work there to do it will be a really really interesting journey but i think what advertisers and marketers should remember is that the workday consumer is already within their audience, the audience that they're trying to reach. And it's also within the personas that they've already created, you know, which will have spanned over several years that they've been doing this. They're the same people, but they've just found new ways to care for themselves, to care for their families, to support the causes that they care about, take advantage of the flexibility that's come with remote working and just, you know, indulging that and really understanding what that means. But they are there. What's different also, though, is that they're doing this during the workday. You know, they're in a much more productive mindset and they have a heightened sense of really what's important to them. So brands have really got an opportunity to stand out by optimising these personas, accounting for that consumer mindset and really trying to get under the skin of what the consumer wants. 
What about from your point of view, from a Microsoft advertising point of view, how are you thinking about these challenges for your clients? Yeah, I mean, look, specifically for us, Microsoft, as you know, powers a whole ecosystem, which actually is geared very well for the workday consumer. As a business, we've always been at that intersection of work and life. And actually, this workday consumer is heavily PC orientated. And that actually sits really perfectly within our audience. You know, if you think again at some of the research, the stats show that a lot more consumers are buying, purchasing, researching on their PC because they don't necessarily want to switch devices when, you know, they're making some of those purchases or when they are researching. And so we've certainly seen a shift, more of a shift to the growth of PC usage when it comes to online purchasing. I guess you've not got a boss looking over your shoulder anymore as well. Yeah, well, that. yes, exactly. Specifically for our audiences, you know, something that we've always known is that we have higher buying power within our audiences. Spend Our audience spend something like 120% more online than the average internet user. So, you know, we already know that is something that our audience really offers. We know that they also have a greater propensity to purchase online. So I think, you know, from that perspective, we are helping our marketers to understand the opportunity that is there and also how they can use our audiences and devices. And some of those shifts actually play really well into the audiences that we have. Some of the things that we've been recommending, you know, when we think about the reaching that workday consumer, you know, just refine target those consumer personas to really account for that working mode and mindset. Think about the content and the ads and, you know, are we really optimising them for all devices and all screens? You know, like we said, there is definitely more of a blended mix between PC and mobile than perhaps there's ever been before. So that's a really interesting piece to think about. And then prepare to target new and emerging personas across online purchasing journeys using some of that partner-provided insight, you know, where we are in this place that, getting that personalization and privacy balance right, it's really important to see where we can get those insights as marketers from that we can utilize and keep understanding what personas are out there and how we're trying to target them. Because I don't think this is a journey that stopped, you know, I think it will continue to evolve. This is where we are right now. Yeah. But as we know, it's all still changing. And so adaptability is going to be really key. And I certainly think that there are some brands out there that are set up better to be dynamic and adapt to a changing landscape than others. But for me, that's probably the most important thing. So what are your final words of advice then that you'd give to brands and advertisers? Make sure that your business is evolving. The traditional nine to five workday is gone. It's the legacy of the industrial revolution. And, you know, it's taken for the chaos of a pandemic to force people to really change those behaviours. But now that change has happened and actually there is no going back. And I think any brands that are sitting hoping that things will return to the way that they were really risk becoming swiftly redundant and the agile challenges will cater to whatever that new normal is. So, you know, connect with people as they shift between work and life tasks. Look at those new personas. Look at how they're mixing their work and their life and blending that together as one. And of course, you can access all the information around the personas through our website. Fantastic. Well, do check it out. I think it's something working in this industry is very easy to relate to how life has changed for so many people. The way you divide up your day between work and leisure is just totally blurred now. So it makes a lot of sense why brands and advertisers need to adapt to that as well. And the way we shop, the way we buy things has totally changed. So I found it fascinating. I'm sure other people will do as well. Thank you very much for taking time to join us. We've loved hearing from you. Thank you, Raveline. Thank you very much, John. You're listening to Stay Engaged from IAB UK. 
Thank you for tuning in to this offstage audio session. And thanks to our partners at Triple Lift. If you've enjoyed this session, please share it and tag at IAB UK on Twitter or Instagram. Subscribe wherever you're listening to hear the rest of the Stay Engaged sessions and for the regular IAB UK podcast. In the next session, we hear from our sponsor, Triple Lift, whose RVP of demand sales for Northern Europe, Rob Ishag, talks about how the digital advertising industry is successfully preparing itself for the depreciation of third-party cookies. Coming up as part of Stay Engaged. <laughs>